Now rocking with the bigs. I'm feeling good. Happy to be here. I appreciate you taking the time, and I know y'all was getting out of here earlier today. Y'all kind of have to me, yeah. so I know you was ready this last. So I really appreciate you just holding <laughs> up for a minute to, to, to do this with me, man. Uh, first of all, just you know, congratulations on, on what it's already been. The season. We talked early in the season about stuff we wanted to do and just, you know, getting the chance to see you go out there and do your thing. It's been really, really fun to watch you play, man. So congratulations on that. Uh, I want to go back to, to early, though. You know, I want to paint a picture of me for uh, Monroeville, Pittsburgh. It's like just about 10 miles outside of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. What's it like growing up there? Uh, just growing up um, in, you know, that area. But just, um, you know, a small town. You know, um, you know, not too many, you know, opportunities, you know, things like that. Um, a lot of people, you know, just really trying to make it out or just, you know, just being stuck, just being a part of that, you know, area. So it's either, you know, you're, you're stuck or you or you make it out, you know, you can find an opportunity. But, you know, just um, a lot, really a tough road, um, you know, you know how it is, you know, violent everywhere, yeah. you know, um, really just trying to make it out of there. But... No, just tough parts. You know, I'm from the south side of Chicago. I get it, man. Um, I also got a, a brother that's three years older than me. Mm-hmm. And, um, it would be remiss for us to not mention Tyler and, mm-hmm. and talking about this, man. I know that's a, a, a very, very tough thing for you. Tyler, uh, your older brother, uh, he was tragically killed in, in Texas um, in 2015. Um, what was our relationship like just in general just growing up? Um, growing up, we were very close. Um, you know, very close. Probably like, like super close. Um, you know, that's was a brother I looked up to. Um, we did everything together. You know, worked out together. Then eventually, when we got older, mm-hmm. you know, we still did the same thing. Still worked out um, with the LA Fitness. Did played a lot of hoops. Competed. Um, you know, he showed me the ropes. Really, um, just being around the old heads and things like that. Um, and you know, just a, we had a great relationship. You know, really um, competing, always competing in Madden. You know, always letting me get on the game. You know how yeah, big brothers yeah, do; they want to be on the game with their friends. But he'll have us another controller for me. You know, playing Call yeah, of Duty, Zombies, yeah. all that. So, you know, just a you know very close relationship. You know, um, definitely my guy. No, I get that, man. Like I said, my <laughs> brother is three years older than me too, so I can mm-hmm. you know understand like following him around, trying to tag along, trying to go everywhere he go and play yeah. the game, and just mm-hmm. having that relationship with him. I can't imagine. Uh, what it's like to, to, to lose a brother like that. And I can't imagine how devastating of a phone call that must have been on that February day uh, back in 2015. But I know that you continue to carry him with you. You always got him in your locker and all those types of things. How much yeah. of a motivating factor, you know, just has he been on your football journey, you know, since his untimely demise? Yeah, a lot of motivation. Um, you know, since the day, you know, um, he he passed. And from there on, you know, I always say, you know, I, I would do everything for him. So, um, you know, very, you know, a lot of motivation because he was a football player also. So yeah. I looked at it as, um, you know, he was going to make it, but, you know, since he couldn't, you know, I got to be the one to make it. 
and then you know, it's always motivation because um, you know he passed, so it's like you know, I gotta do something for him, you know, to give joy. And that was you know what we talked about, you know, before he left was that he thinks that you know I'm gonna be the one, you know, out of my family to make it. So you know, once he said that, you know, that stuck in my head, and you know, from there on, you know, I always told myself like I gotta make it no matter what, you know, no matter what the you know the obstacle is, or you know, no matter what the path is, you know, I gotta you know make it because that's that was you know my dream, you know, our dream. You know, the family's dream, and, you know, I got to continue it on. Now, you've done that and continue <clears throat> to do that. What do you think he would say to you today if he could look at you in 2022? You know, see mm-hmm. you starting safety for the Chicago Bears. What do you think they would say to you right now? Um, probably, you know, very, very proud, very happy. You know, probably won't be my trainer or something. Yeah. Um, probably won't be tra- if he didn't make it. Um, so probably be my trainer, or probably be getting me right in the clothing line. You know, things like that because he was swaggy too. Yeah. You know, um, things two. like that. Yeah, he was swaggy. You said too, like you think you swaggy. I'm saying he was also <laughs> swaggy. He was swaggy. He was swaggy. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Yeah. You be putting that stuff on for real. Um, <laughs> let's go to to uh, Lackawanna. Mm-hmm. You come out yep. of high school, obviously. Uh, standout player in high school, had a lot of offs and things like that. Academically, you know, things kind of fell off for you. And I, yep. I, I would guess that that probably kind of coincided with, with Tyler's death too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yep. hard to just focus on football, school, all that going on while you're dealing with such a traumatic loss. And so I, I would imagine that probably impacted you academically. But mm-hmm. um, you choose to go to Lackawanna as opposed to like something like Toledo or some other things that, that were on the table for you. You go to yeah. Lackawanna and... Uh, Put the work in there. First first year you get there, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Second year you there, mm-hmm. nine sacks as a DB. It was ten, ten. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Ten sacks. You see that now? Like you leading the Bears in sacks right now. Yeah, right? yeah. From from the safety position. So obviously, you always had that kind of physical nature. What was it? What was it like? You know, going to Lackawanna. How, how, what, did, would it take some adjustment to kind of settle into the fact that that was the route you were going to have to take? Yeah. Um, really, just felt like a. Like you were just just in a globe, um, I would say. You know, just really, um, just feel like it's the same weather. Yeah. You know, it's the same people and things like that. You know, small town. I'm um, not too much to do at all. But um, live in one building. You know, with the football players. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it might be four people deep, five people deep. Um, got you know have curtains. But I just you know knew when I first you know got dropped off that it was just gonna be all business. That yeah, that I just you know had to focus on my academics and the football part would be easy. Yeah. So um, just really trusted in my coaches. You know trusted in the process and um, really just you know to reach out, focus and get up out of there and really just to prove people wrong. Yeah. Now you, you certainly did that, and you know as those as you continue to play so well, all those offers came back: Alabama, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, hometown type yeah. stuff. Uh, you ultimately chose to go to Penn State, which yeah. was really something that you had probably already put in motion when you was like 10 years old <laughs> as, as a water boy, right, for, for Coach Terry, Coach mm-hmm. Smith, right, and yeah. uh, when he was the, the, the coach, you know, back at Gateway. And then by the time you was coming out of Lackawanna, he was the DB's coach at Penn State, but also mm-hmm. the defensive recruiting coordinator. Yeah. So you would send him, you know, all your game tape and all that. What mm-hmm. was that relationship like and how instrumental was that in terms of the decision to go to Penn State as opposed to Alabama or anywhere else? Um, the relationship was um, close. Um, definitely um, that he coached my brothers. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I seen the way he coached, what type of, you know, coach he was. You know, he led a lot of, you know, high schools, the championships, and got a lot of players to Division One and yeah. developed a lot of great players. So I always knew that, you know, I had trust in him and, you know, just, you know, hearing from my brothers, you know, they all they love playing for a guy like that. So, you know, just, um, you know, they always kept it real. So, you know, obviously my brothers saying that, you know, they love playing for Coach Terry. So, um, you 
know, just coming in, um, you know, Penn State, you know, offered me. But before that, you know, I would just be sending him my tape just to let him know that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still, still out here. Yeah, I'm still out here. <laughs> but, um, you know, when I made that choice, it was really to change the narrative around the defensive backs at Penn State. Mm-hmm. You know, I just remember watching the combine and, um, you know, I think Deion Sanders or someone has said, like, you know, them Penn State DBs aren't, you know, really that good. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, before they, like, blew up. So mm-hmm. I just remember keeping that in my head. It was, like, 2015, 2016 when they said that. And it was, um, you know, I just remember that. I'm like, you know, it was out of Penn State, Alabama. You know, chose Penn State. It was like, I want my own route, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously they had, Trying you know, Minka. Back. You know, they had Eddie Jackson, yeah. you know, the um, Mark Barons. Yeah. You know, you can name them. You know, they, yeah, they had all them that. different safeties that already had came through there. And yeah. you look at Penn State, you know, you really can't name too many. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, change, to create my own path. I think you definitely, definitely did that, man. What was your favorite time? What was your favorite part about being in Penn State? I've talked to you before about yeah. the whiteouts being mm-hmm. on my bucket list. I still on my bucket list. Yeah. Something I gotta do is just go experience a whiteout. I know you went to see a whiteout when they was recruiting you out of high school. They played mm-hmm. in Michigan and had a whiteout. You got yep. to see it there. But during your time there, what was some of your favorite memories just about being on any line? Just saying, um, just you know, when you, the vibe, you feel like you're in the NFL already. You know the way they treat their players up there. You know, whether you're going to school or you're, you know, on the field yeah. or anything like that, it's just like a, a great vibe. You know, um, everybody loves you. Um, it's a great atmosphere. And then you, obviously, you know, on Saturdays, you know, when you first walk in there, it's just like the fans are right outside before you walk in the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very happy to see you. Um, you got little kids out there, you know, just a good vibe before you even enter the stadium. Then obviously you enter the stadium. 107,000. Yeah, 110 plus <laughs> just out there, you know, just – you know, very excited, you know, care about football, and it's, it's a college atmosphere, so yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, none, none, none seems to be too big for you uh, on, on this level, and I think mm-hmm. that's probably a lot to do with that. Coming yeah. out, you playing in front of 110, it's like, mm-hmm. well, what, it's like 65 at Soldier Field, yeah. like, like that many people here. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So just kind of preparing you for that. Coming out of that, you talked about it, you know, kind of being like already like an NFL situation where everybody's taking football seriously, yeah. you know, almost like professionally. You chose to forego uh, the the Outback Bowl mm-hmm. last year there and say, "Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna go ahead and get myself ready for the NFL draft." Yeah. You did that. Two other the starters on defense did that, and mm-hmm. John Dawson did on the other side of the ball. Yeah. What what goes into making that decision, and why has it become such a popular thing to say, "Hey, I'm gonna sit out the bowl game. I'm gonna get ready for the league." Yeah, really, just um, I would say with that decision, it's just how your body feels during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you might be a little beat up or. You know, things like that that people really don't know about that you fought through the whole year, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the season that you gave your blood, sweat, and tears to make it, you know, to a, like a, a bigger ball and things like that. Not that that ball didn't matter, but to make it to, you sure. know, them Big Ten like chances. If it, like, if it was like a college playoff, the, football playoff game, that probably would change the decision. Yeah, that was, yeah that was the goal. But, um, you know, since my body was real beat up at the time, and, um, you know, I just really wanted to really just focus on you know, get my body healthy so I could be able to compete for the combine and things like that. So, yeah, no, I get that. Last thing, and I let you go, man. Any, any, any players you ever like patting your game after in terms of safety positions or strong yeah. safety position? Any type of players mm-hmm. that you kind of patting your game after? Yeah, well, when I first started playing football, um, I really looked up to my brother at the safety position. He yeah. played safety um, for Coach Terry, and he was great at playing safety. You know, I, that's really. What, where I got most of my stuff at, you know, my celebrations, you know, hey, my hard hits yeah. was from him. So, yeah. you know, if it wasn't for him, um, Sean Taylor, yes. for sure. Yes. Um, just because of physicality and Man. really it wasn't just his physicality, though. It was the way he could do his range. Yeah, his range. Like, if, if, if he didn't pass away tragically, mm-hmm. 
I think he probably would have been the best safety ever. Yeah. And I, I I love Ed Reed. I love Troy Polamalu. Exactly. Going back to guys like Ronnie Lott and stuff like that. Brian Dawkins, all those guys. But none of them had the package that Sean had. You talk about you know six three, six four, two thirty, but he still got four three, four four speed. He can get yeah. sideline to sideline. He can get fifty yards deep, and he come down and lay the hammer on people. But exactly. That he's probably my favorite favorite one for real. Yeah, and just the stories you just hear about players like that. Just you know how he trained, how he works, and um. You know, obviously, how that all paid off on the field, and you just see it. You know, you just tell um, that that was just, you know, he was just a great football player. Nah, for real, man. Jaquan, I appreciate your time, brother. Congratulations on a so far successful rookie season. Finish it out the way you want to, man. Stay healthy. I look forward to seeing you play around here in Chicago for a long, long time. Man. Thank you. Appreciate that.